Welcome to the O Show with Orlada Dark and Drury, your connection to events, topical interests, issues, and the movers and shakers in our world, and the opportunity to learn things that make you say, oh, throughout the year, we take time to acknowledge and celebrate the many individuals who have dedicated their lives in service to our country. Today, we have the opportunity to hear about the inspiring story of Army veteran Dr. Linda L. Singh, a retired Army two-star general and the first woman and African-American to lead the Maryland National Guard. She joins us now to share her story. Dr. Singh, welcome to the O Show. Thank you so much. It is a pleasure. To begin, can you share with us what inspired you to pursue a career in the military? Absolutely. Um, when I started out, I did not really have a lot of close family that was talking to me about the military. So that, that was not, you know, the thing that inspired me. I found myself um, at the time being homeless. Um, I dropped out of high school, not because I was a bad student, but because I needed to take care of myself. And having um, already left my home as uh, as a result of uh, sexual abuse, um, I ran into an, an Army National Guard recruiter in the mall. And that National Guard recruiter was the one who was my first conversation about joining the Army. And he convinced me to go and actually take the entrance test, the ASVAB test, which I did. Uh, and I'm glad that I did, but, you know, he, he had to really convince me. And then once I did very well and I decided that I wanted to use that as an opportunity to get away, um, he had to be the one to go and get my parents' signature because I wasn't talking to my parents at the time. And I was like, well, you have to get their signature. And that was the start of my career. Wow. So you've achieved many firsts in your career, including being the first woman and the first African-American to lead the Maryland National Guard. How did you navigate the challenges that came with breaking new ground? Well, um, by that time, um, I think you're just kind of reeling in the whole thing that you are leading the National Guard, right? Like, I would have, if you would have asked me five years before that, I would have said, nope, I'm still doing my civilian career. I'm just going to continue to be a, a part-time um, soldier. And so it was not even in my mindset at that point in time. But when the time came for them to really, you know, convince me to step forward, um, you then start looking at the impact that you can have on an organization that did so much for you. And that's where I think um, my thinking went to is it was a time for me to say, thank you, Army. Thank you, Army National Guard and Army Reserve for everything that you've done for me. And now I get to serve you. So talk more about that. What impact did the service have on your life? I think it made the difference between me um, being maybe more into drugs and um, and I hate to say more into drugs, right? But I could have seen myself going down that path. I could have seen myself, um, you know, prostituting or something like that to try to make money. Because I actually had people saying to me, "If you want to make some money, here's what you should do." Um, 
and it made a difference. It gave me a different option. And as I continue to learn more and get more training and more skills and more leadership development and building more relationships, it started parlaying into my civilian life. And it gave me the opportunity to build a civilian career that really paralleled everything that was going on into the military. Um, I can't imagine my life without the Army. So as a woman in the military, obviously, you've been a role model for many. What advice would you give to young women who aspire to military leadership roles? You know, when I came in, things were a, a lot different. And um, definitely very challenging being a female in a male do and dominated environment. If I was coming in today, I could choose field and position, right, you know, a role. And I couldn't have in 1981 when I came in. Mm -hmm. um, and so I would say for young women coming in today, if you really want to push the limits, if you want to be able to um, step into who your true self is. And if you think that you know, you're a tomboy, you're in sports, or you just like that competitive edge, you should consider joining the Army. Now, transitioning from military to civilian life, um, you know, it, it can be challenging for many veterans. How did you, how did your Army career set up for Wait, let me start all over. <laughs> so transitioning from military to civilian life can be challenging for many veterans. How did your Army career set you up for success in the civilian sector? Well, first, all of the jobs and skills that I acquired being in the military had a direct translation into that civilian environment. And, you know, it, the best example that I can give is, you know, working on personnel like our human resource system, where you're processing all of the personnel transactions for your soldiers. In the civilian career, I was able to you work on a team and really lead a team that was implementing new personnel systems that were going to be deployed out into the Army. And so there's a direct translation. You just really need to think about, you know, what are the skills and jobs that you've had and how does that parlay into a civilian career. Um, and so sometimes, you know, you may need to have someone that helps you do that, but there are organizations that will help you make that transition. Since your retirement, you have been uh, very active in various capacities. What projects are you currently working on and what goals do you have for the future? Well, I mean, I'm working on building my own small business and really, you know, trying to continue to make uh, an impact out in the community. I do a lot of work um, here in the state of Maryland at the state and local level. Um, you know, one of our big projects is actually doing a systems and Appian implementation. So Appian is the software. We're doing an Appian implementation down at the House of Representatives in Washington, D.C. And then the one that I am so proud um, to be as, you know, I actually serve as a strategic advisor and you're a subcontractor to uh, Maximus Federal is actually implementing or is one of the organizations doing the veterans claim processing. 
And, you know, our goal there is to really help them to be able to see how they can better serve um, our veterans and, you know, our individuals retiring out of the Army. All right. So basically, you're not retired. I'm not retired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you lift your 12 things. <laughs> so Nancy, before you go, if you could impart one piece of wisdom to our listeners today, whether they're in the military or not, what would it be? You know, get a blank canvas. Go to a craft store. Get a canvas. Get some paint, all of your favorite colors, and let your heart draw whatever comes to mind. And let that be part of your passion. Let that be something that you look at and that drives you. And for me, that's Army Green. And so if it's Army Green for you, go out to GoArmy.com. Very good. General Dr. Linda L. Singh, first woman and African-American to lead the Maryland National Guard. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us today. You're very welcome. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to The O Show with Orlana Darkness Jury. Until next time, keep shining.